The Secret Vice of Power Women by Michael Kinsley. This audio version was created exclusively for Slate Plus members. This month, Slate is republishing some of our favorite stories. Here's today's selection. In 1996, Michael Kinsley famously moved from Washington, D.C.'s political swamp to the salmon-spawning grounds of the Puget Sound to edit Microsoft's first general interest web magazine, the publication you're reading now. His more or less weekly column, Read Me, was a wonderfully unpredictable mix of political commentary, gentle ribbing of Microsoft executives, instructions on how to download Slate on paper, and charming demonstrations of his inimitable humor. The last is on display in his 2002 column, The Secret Vice of Power Women, in which Kinsley shared what his recent marriage had told him about female tastes in television. June Thomas. Note. In the marital relations system, the people are represented by two separate but equally important groups, the wives who watch Law & Order obsessively and the husbands who don't. This is their story. Kachunk. Recently, I got married, fairly late in life for that sort of thing, and have made astonishing discoveries. Most of these revelations turn out to be common knowledge, but one I believe has not been widely aired. People's Exhibit A. My wife. Your Honor is a formidable, intelligent woman with an important and challenging job and a full private life. Also undeniable loveliness and charm, which are not strictly relevant to the present case. She doesn't squander her time, and yet she spends many hours a week watching reruns of Law & Order, often back-to-back, the shows, that is. It would be misleading to call her a fan. Law & Order, the long-running crime drama, is not just one of her favorite TV shows, or even her very favorite. Other than reruns of Law & Order, she has almost no interest in television at all. Specifically, she has no interest in any of the, to me, barely distinguishable Law & Order spin-offs and rip-offs, such as Law & Order Special Victims Unit, Law & Order Criminal Intent, Law & Order Double Entry Bookkeeping, CSI, CSI Miami, Mayberry, RFD, and so on. She's not even interested in new episodes of Law & Order itself. She couldn't tell you what night it's on and has no view about what this country is coming to when a man like Fred Thompson can be plucked from the obscurity of the United States Senate and entrusted with the responsibility of running the prosecutor's office on law and order. Nor does she care, or even possibly notice, whether it is Michael Moriarty or Sam Waterston who is being unvarnished in any episode she may be watching. Don't ask her whether the female assistant district attorney is the blonde or one of the brunettes. Don't attempt to amuse her by predicting what demographic category the judge will be from. They've had four black women in a row, so I'm thinking white men. No, I know, that's ridiculous, so I'll go with white woman, but in a wheelchair. What do you think, honey? Honey? Ouch! That hurt. Okay, never mind. Exhibit A. And I assumed that this was our little secret. Perhaps it had to do with our weather here in Seattle, which affects some people oddly. Or too much coffee. But then we had a visitor from the East Coast who announced that his wife was about to become the TV critic of a major newspaper. And the amazing thing, he added, is that she never watches TV, except for reruns of Law & Order. Good grief. I began making discreet inquiries. My closest chum in Washington is a political columnist and TV pundit. I thought I knew her pretty well. Turns out that for years, on all those evenings when I assumed she was at parties to which I wasn't invited, she was at home watching reruns of Law & Order. The dean of a major business school poured out a similar confession, as did a senior editor at a news magazine. The girlfriend of one of my Slate colleagues, half the women at the University of Texas, according to another Slate colleague, who may be exaggerating. Another Washingtonian, this one a teacher, though her husband says she is drifting back to C-SPAN. Always women, 
always high-powered, always law and order, always reruns. What on earth is going on? It is not a cult because a cult is communal. Sex in the City has a cult following. Women especially watch it together and or discuss it the next day at work. New episodes are considered, on balance, a good thing. The obsession with law and order is something different. Far from discussing it with one another, women seem to watch it alone and may be unaware that anyone else shares the habit. Exhibit A may be an extreme case. In a rare glimpse into this secret world, Molly Haskell wrote an essay last April for a local section of the New York Times in which she frankly and courageously labeled herself a law and order addict. But she claimed to discuss the show freely with other addicts. She also described her addiction as an essentially New York phenomenon, which suggests that even Haskell does not appreciate the full extent of the situation. This would all be merely curious except for one ominous recent development. Law and order reruns used to be scattered across the cable schedule like wildflowers or weeds. To catch them all, you needed to be able to play the remote control like Paderewski. More important, you had to control the remote control. Under these circumstances, only the smarter and more high-powered women were able to indulge this temptation. Now though, TNT Cable has exclusive rights to Law & Order reruns and, near as I can tell, runs them more or less all the time. That means Law & Order addiction is now available to all women with access to even basic cable. This, presumably, is just the kind of chic new social problem the Democrats are being advised to rebuild their party around, now that George W. Bush has solved all the old ones. The new Democratic leader in Congress, Nancy Pelosi, is just the kind of dynamic, smart, take-charge person who can... Uh-oh. Do you suppose?